Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. The best way to support the show is to subscribe and share. If you haven't left a review or ratings on iTunes, please do. It helps more people find our show. And if you want to be on it, please shoot me a note at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Listen, I never wanted to do a podcast. I don't even like the sound of my voice. But I have been on other people's podcasts. And one that I love and loved being part of and felt so whole after doing it is the Mental Illness Happy Hour with my dear friend, Paul Gilmartin. I think he's on his 500th episode. He's been doing it since 2011. He's truly a badass man. He brings such an honesty and humanity when he is talking to his guests. I mean, he has on everybody you can imagine. Athlete, doctor, I mean, to name a few, we have Tiffany Haddish, Mark Maron, Neil Brennan, Rob Delaney, and Katherine Hahn, who I adore. Even the New York Times calls the mental illness happy hour a perversely safe place in which he and his guests talk about their fears, addictions, and traumatic childhoods. I mean, come on, is that not a good review? So I just want to give a shout out to him. He inspired me to start this podcast to help other people. So if you guys have a chance, please give a listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour with my dear friend, Paul. Get new episodes every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitchers, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to go to your grave with? Or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing? Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, my guest is Brittany. Now, Brittany, I have a question for you. Yes. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What is your secret? Well, I I had something totally, just something else in mind for the podcast today. But then after the day that I've had in the moment, just the headspace that I'm in, I realized what I really want to talk about mm-hmm. is this not so secret, secret of hating motherhood. <gasps> How dare you hate motherhood? Right? Ooh, gas, oh, God. Just kidding. I'm right with you. I've had a horrible day with my child. <laughs> okay. We can talk forever about this. Oh my God. God bless you for saying it. Not many women talk about how horrible it is. It can be awful. And especially I feel like right now everything's amplified during quarantine, right? Yeah. And the stresses of uh, that all this is bringing out in, in all aspects of our life. But, and, and you know, and obviously like it, this is not all the time, but when it rears its head, it's, it's like, it's fucking intense, right? Dude, like you just, I want to bail, like I know, honestly yeah. bail, like pack my bag, Yep. say peace out, husband, I'm out. And I'm not even telling you where I'm going. I'm turning my phone off. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. Bye. Like I'm not coming back. Like you're uh-huh. not going <laughs> to see I'm running me. away. The number of times I've said I'm running away. And you're like, are you Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> now I understand that movie. <laughs> I understand. Oh my God. But I wasn't prepared. Like no one prepared me for this side of parenthood. So how many kids do you have? I have two. I have a a boy that just turned six and a little girl who's three. And, um, 
you know, and again, like, I feel like I have to say like, you know, they're amazing. And most of the time it's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes. You know, we know blah, blah, you blah. love your kids. Wonderful. We but know actually, everybody loves their kids, and but let's get thing. to the real stuff. Yeah. And someone told me once they were like, look, exactly what you said. Like, we know you love your kids. We all love our kids, but you don't have to love every moment. Yeah, no. And I was like, oh, right. Like, I, I, why do I have that expectation um, that I'm putting on myself? It's because not possible. Because society puts that on us, I feel. Especially as women, we're supposed to be able to do it all. We're supposed to cook, clean, yeah. have a job too, make money, all mm-hmm. that stuff now. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm exhausted, first of all. Oh, I yeah. don't want to be around my child all the time. He's not very nice sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you're putting paint on my dining room table that I spent good money on. Like, how dare you? And staring me straight in the eye while you're doing it because you know that I'm like, I've already told you not to. Yeah. <laughs> So here's my first question for you with this unknown secret. Like you had Mm -hmm. no idea it was going to happen. Did you want to have kids? You know, I was never like, I was, I never grew up being like, oh, I'm going to be a mom one day. Me either. Oh my God. I love you. We're like the same people right now. Yeah. And I know so many, some of my friends who were like, I've always known I wanted to be a mother. I've always, and I was, and I, you know, I totally get it. But like, for me, I was like, "Eh." you know, I I was working or, or like, and I was, I just, wanted to do explore. And I, and I, it, until I became a mother, I had no idea, you know, but, um, I, but all, what I've realized, and I'm, and I'm sure, I think we've talked about this before too, is like this whole thing, like once you become a mother, like when your child is born, the mother is also born. There's this idea of you having to figure out what this new identity is. Yeah. It's right? like a part of you dies. Yes. And, and the then anger and the resentment that and confusion that goes with that. Mm-hmm. It's, crazy. It's, I mean, especially if you had like a hard time having kids, like I had a miscarriage during working on six in the middle of shooting. (gasps) Yeah. And then I got pregnant again on season two Mm. and that, you know, traveling back and forth and being pregnant and all that, you know? So, and then having a birth for, I don't know how your birth was, but he went to the NICU for 14 days. And I did not hold my child until the 11th day. He oh, was my God. So did you feel – I always like to talk to moms about this, not on the mm-hmm. show, but, like, in mm-hmm. general. Did you feel that connection to your child immediately when you had a child? I remember feeling like a very out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I remember when, when, my, when, my, when a son was born, my first kid was born, and I remember – like kind of almost being outside of myself being like, Oh, this is what that is. This is what you should feel. This is what is happening. But it just all, I felt very disconnected in a way. Like you were floating outside of your body, like watching it happen instead of being a participant. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, um, and my partner was like so present and just like crying and emotional about the whole thing. Mine too. (laughs) Right. And yeah, (laughs) my husband, Mark is like, (sighs) (sighs) And I'm like half drugged up. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was, it's, and, and I had, I had like postpartum with the first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was also something too, that I just didn't, I mean, not that I didn't know it was a thing, but I just didn't, I wasn't prepared for that either. Yeah. So I feel like there was this thing of like, why am I not feeling anything? Yeah. It was. So how a, bad was your postpartum? How long did it last? It was probably, like, I didn't start feeling 
like myself, I guess, for, for like a solid two years. Me too. Yeah. Like once he turned two, I was like, oh, um, oh my God. Yeah. So you, so you had went, went through postpartum as well. I think it was, I think I had a very minor, my good friend had it really, really bad. The wonderful thing is she made this documentary. So Mark watched it before. Right. So he was prepared if, yeah. if I went down that road, but I feel like I was just always not myself. And getting, yeah. you know, nutrients back in your body. It took two years until I felt like I was in my body. Oh yeah, because you're it's you're not and all of a sudden like your 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 hormones are doing all these crazy things and mm-hmm. like you know, if you're breastfeeding, then all of a sudden you're like, now I'm just a machine. I have no sexual connection to my body anymore. Mm-hmm. Like everything just feels it's I mean, it's I, I would say like at least two years, right? For just to to get to kind of find a center again. Did you ever question, why did I do this? <laughs> oh, do you mean, do, like, how many times a day do I question that? Like, how yeah. like, because, because, I mean, it's, this is, oh my God, I feel like I talked to you forever about this because it's, there's so much wrapped up in it. Right. I mean, and also with our career mm-hmm. and, and the, you know, the emotional mental load that falls so much more on the mother, you know, with, with, with parenthood. Um, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. It's a lot. Well, today I questioned. I looked at my son <laughs> and I was like, why did I do this? And I actually think I said that out loud to him. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't know what I was talking about in these two years, four months. But I right. said, why did I do this? Like, yeah. 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 What was I thinking? And that's the thing is like, I've, like I wasn't prepared because no one, I didn't have conversations like this leading up to it. Everyone talks about the pregnancy and like eating kale and doing yoga and like strengthening your pelvic floor, you know, <laughs> but like nothing after that, like once that baby is, is out, you know? And um, so going into my second um, pregnancy, like I was, I was, it was like, whatever the pregnancy part, I was putting all of my energy into postpartum mm-hmm. um, and just to make sure I took care of myself and my mental health. Um, and physical health and you know, all that because it's all tied all tied together. But um, it's, I mean, it's 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 still rough. And it's like, yeah, there are absolutely like, especially after today, there are moments where I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just go open the door and just walk out, and I don't know where I'm going, yeah, or if or when I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'll take my mask to put over my face, but I will take my mask <laughs> and my hand sanitizer, and I'm walking bottle. out this door. <laughs> With my lavender hand sanitizer. (laughs) But here's my question I've been dying to ask you because Uh I feel like people lie about this. Well, two Uh questions. My first, well, I'll do the lie question first. So people tell Mark and I, why don't you guys have a second? It's the same work as just one child. Okay. Please tell me that is not true because I do not believe them. Because here's why. I had one dog and somebody said, get a second dog. It's not much worse. <laughs> it's not much more work. They they play with each other. It is so much more work to have two dogs than one dog. Yeah. I I mean, it's I see how 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 it can be perceive that people lie about that. Cause remember when I was, before we had a second kid, I was like, no, there's no, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's harder in a different way. 
What do you mean? Like there are so many things with the first one, you just like don't know what the fuck is happening. And like things are scary or things are like, you're just like, I, you know, and then the second time around, you're like, oh, right, that they're fine or I'm fine or that's going to pass in 20 minutes or, you know, whatever it is. But then there's this new thing of like, oh, handling competition between the siblings or like just trying mm-hmm. to figure out just basic things like sleep, which are just essential, you know, and you're like, oh, that one is napping, but that one's really loud. And now that one's not napping. And now we're all awake and pissy. Oh my God. Um, that sounds like hell on earth. <laughs> you just saying that to me, I almost, my heart is like, never, we do not want a second child. I will like answer your legs that crossed. Right you were like, nope, nope. Plus we're too old. We waited a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And I do want to ask one more secret. Yeah, yeah. Was it a secret that you were going through postpartum or did you tell people? You know, I didn't know Mm -hmm. until until probably like nine months to a year because I just kept thinking, especially with that first kid, I I didn't know. Like I didn't know what was normal. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm just tired or, oh, I'm just, you know, I, I just don't want to see people, but I got really hermity and I got really, um, and then there were moments where I just didn't feel anything. And I was just, and that was the scariest part for me yeah. because somehow it's easier to manage the anger or the resentment or, you know, I, I that's something that, that I un- understand more, but not being able to just feeling numb was yeah. what started getting scary. And I was like, oh, maybe I should talk to someone. How was because, that first time walking in and talking to someone? Um, I cried the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also great too, because there, you know, I was crying, <laughs> you know, I was actually like, but, but I think for me, it was just, I, it was, it was just a way of protecting myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And that I just kind of like shut down because I was just trying to survive. Um, but, but I think it took me that long because I was just like, oh, well, this is just, and like three months would pass and be like, oh, I'm starting to feel more like myself. And like six months would pass and say, oh no, now I feel more like myself. And I was just kind of like in this treading water survival mode, you know, for, for a really long time before I was like, oh, I think, I think there was something wrong. I don't mm. think this is normal. And, but I didn't know I had no reference, you know? So it was um, almost like a secret from yourself. Like subconsciously you had no clue. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think part of that is, is also me putting that on myself, right? Yeah. Like we want to do it perfectly, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm doing right. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done all the, I've read all the books. I've done the research. <laughs> I listened to all the things, you know, um, this should be right. And it's like, no, there's no, right. There's no, I don't, you know. <laughs> well, here's a secret from me. I never read any books. <laughs> I bought them all. And, and they're sitting husband, on the shelf. Yeah. I would get through like a couple pages and I just, I had to put it down because it was too terrifying. And I, I just figured, yeah, like, I just can't do this to myself for some reason. I just didn't pick up the books. Right. <laughs> right. I'm the worst mother ever. No. Oh my God. No. This is like, like for me, like that was something like for me, that's always been my thing. Like if I can hold on to like a little piece, like a little sentence of something, I'm like, okay, that will get me through the day. You right. know, like, well, this book said, you know, blah, whatever, X, Y, and Z. Um, and that gets me through until the, you know, until the, until the next <laughs> breakdown. But um, it, I mean, it's, it's rough. What I've learned more, especially after that, going through that first pregnancy was like, you really got to talk to your girlfriends. You got to talk, you know, mm-hmm. you just got to, we got to have those conversations and keeping, so keeping this not so secret secret, right. Isn't helping. And it's not helping me, but it's, you know, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping my partner. It's not helping my kids. Um, 
oh, it's, oh, it's so much. And thank goodness they're so freaking cute because it's that balance, right? Of like- oh my God. If that balance wasn't there, I mean, he, it was a, it was a nightmare today. I'm not going to lie, oh. like a nightmare. And then two seconds later, he turned around and goes, mommy. Oh. And then yeah. came up and hugged me. I was like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so cute. Like, that's why they make them so cute. So don't cute. you think? Oh, at 100%. And then they'll do something like my daughter came up and she put her, she put her hand on my face and she was like, I, is it okay if I keep you forever? Oh. And I was like, oh God, yes. Okay. Okay. Everything's okay again. <laughs> oh my God. They're oh. like little manipulative <laughs> things. <laughs> But let's talk. Oh. I know people are listening right now, and the secret of hating motherhood or hating being a parent sometimes. Even yeah, fathers out there have to. I mean, my husband's like, ugh. Uh-huh. So, why is it so much worse during quarantine? There's <laughs> no break. Well, there's no break, and it's so unknown, right? Right. Like we don't know what's happening, how much longer it's going to go. You when know, they're going to go back to daycare? When they're going back, you know. When and so, trying to balance all of the things we have to do or we want to do with nothing. I mean, it's impossible, right? And it's it's, it's stressful and and frustrating, and um, and it just feels long. I was telling I was telling my husband I was like it's it's felt like one long Wednesday ever since March. Like I've just felt like I've been stuck in one long Wednesday. I know. I was like Groundhog's Day. It's like, again, this is today again. Like it's bath time again. How do we get here again? I'm just tired. I'm tired of giving you a bath. Bathe yourself. (laughs) Did you do that? Wipe your own butt. And you know know, what I brush your teeth. Exactly. (laughs) Stop playing with the water. (laughs) Turn we do not waste water in this house, is what I said to him. <laughs> Isn't it funny the things you say? And you're like, what? what? <laughs> but here's something that you're going to, I think you're going to applaud me, honestly, because I potty trained my <gasps> two-year-old during quarantine. Oh. Yes. Thank you. And uh, everyone survived. A, barely. Day four and day five, Mark and I were literally like, okay, like we're going to, somebody's going to die. Like someone's going to bleed today. (laughs) But we did it. We made it through. Oh, yay. But I hate motherhood sometimes. I don't want to wipe his butt anymore. (laughs) Like I'm over it. Sometimes it's that or just like, can you brush your own teeth? Like, can't you put on your own underwear without me helping you? I know. I got stuff I want to do for me and I don't want to wipe your butt. I know. Oh my God. I love that you picked this today because I really (laughs) needed this camaraderie. So I do like to tie these kind of secrets, this, you know, hating motherhood, let's just Uh say, with the seven deadly sins, Mm -hmm. not in a religious sense, more in a character defect sense. So let me, let me name them for you and let me know if they ring true and why. So we Mm -hmm. have pride, greed, lust, gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Oh God, all of the above. I know I was about to say that. I was like, wait a minute. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, yep. what about pride? <laughs> so I've got, I mean, so pride, like there, so the just the obvious thing, right, is there's like this feeling of needing to master mm, motherhood. Or just right. be, for me, there's this thing of needing, and if it's a firstborn child thing or whatever it is in my personality, this need to be like, I'm doing this correctly, 
right. you know, or I'm doing this well, or I am doing this and it's Instagram worthy or, you know, whatever it is, is this thing of like, and I don't know, of, of just, of, of just being a good, being the best possible mother I can be and, mm-hmm. and trying to, and my, part of my journey <laughs> for the past six years of being a mother has been in like knowing that part of being the best mother I can be is like failing and being messy and, you know, having big feelings. Like we talked about with Daniel Tiger, you know, with, with, with the kids, just like they do, you know? And like, I mean, it's, it's so funny. You mentioned all of those, what the, the, the seven deadly sins or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, you no, know, all of it's, it's so true. Like it all comes down there. There are these very, like these core feelings that gets, that are so overwhelming. Yeah. Because I want pride. My ego wants to be the best. Like you said, greed. I want my time back. I want my money back. I want my career. I want to be focused on stuff for me. I want lust. I want to like be like, go out into the world and like, yeah. And desired and like, do all this. I know. And then, well, gluttony, (laughs) gluttony. Yeah. I mean, come on. The number of times they've, you know, I've hidden in the pantry and like been eating bars of chocolate and a glass of wine is like. I can't even tell you. I have probably gained at least five pounds during this quarantine. (laughs) My jeans were so tight. I put them on today for an interview. I don't know why because I'm sitting down, but. Real pants, real pants. Yeah, real pants. And and my husband's like, you look good. I'm like, no, they're squeezing so tight. They're squeezing so tight. Envious of other mothers and single people, angry because I made this choice, and sloth because I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy, and I just want to lay down and do nothing. Yes, um, like I sat down. And he goes water, and I was like, "You don't need any more water." Like you're fine. <laughs> oh my! God. I, I was mean- gonna say envy too, because sometimes it's re- it's laughable how I can be envious of the behavior of a, of a child, right. Or, oh, or yeah, of a toddler. so this idea of like, I want to be able to strip my clothes off and run screaming around and crying. Yeah. Like, like that wild nature that's inherent in all of us to do that. And I was like, I get that. And that's exactly how I feel, but you're doing that right now. And I've got to be the one who's like, I see that you're upset. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can have your feelings. I will be over here. Once you calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, what we've learned. Oh my gosh, I know. Ugh. All of the above. So yes, all of the above. Uh, I love it. Okay, so keeping the secret of hating motherhood sometimes, mm-hmm. who does it benefit and who does it harm? It doesn't benefit anyone. I mean, I think I think in the moment, and I don't understand because I know that it's not helping, but like in the moment, sometimes it just helps to keep that going because- it, it keeps, it, I feel like it keeps us, everyone going in a way, like it's like treading water again, mm-hmm. right? It's like this thing of like, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not solving or changing anything by hiding very human reactions and feelings. It's not, you know, but it's, it's somehow it seems easier for me to just kind of like, you know, uh, push through and then deal with it later. But I, but I feel like that's obviously not healthy, right? <laughs> yeah. Not obviously not healthy. Lately, I'm just like, you're being mean. I'm leaving the room. (laughs) 
And my husband, you're like, you can't do that. I'm like, yes, I can. I'm telling him how I feel and I'm leaving the room. And he goes, I know, but you're kind of like shaming him. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm telling him there's consequences if yep. you're mean to somebody. Yeah. Like, and you hurt my feelings. Have, you, I do not have to take the abuse. He's abusing me. That's what I'm, <laughs> two-year-old, this is what I'm dealing with right now. I total, I 100% understand where you're coming from. And I 100% have done that. <laughs> So, and who has it harmed, do you think, keeping this? Well, well, I think it harms everyone, right? I mean, I, I think the best thing we can do is just to communicate, obviously. And and by holding all that in and by pretending that everything's okay or like pushing things away and in, in saying, we'll deal with it later, it, it's your communication ceases to exist. You, yeah. You're building up resentment and and locking yourself up, right, in in every possible way, emotionally, mentally, physically, everything, um, and that's not good for anyone. You're not then you're not available. I think about this all the time too. Like you know, as, as artists, like then you're you're just closing yourself up. You're not your full, raw, available human self. Yeah, the best version of yourself you can be, the best human you can be to your family. Um. And I know that. And yet sometimes I'm still just like, I'm just going to, ah, I just got to get through this moment. And I'll just, I'll just, it's just easier sometimes to be like, I'll just, I'll just, you know, work through this and just deal with it later. But then I just end up getting stressed out because it's all of this built up stuff. I'm like, oh, all that stuff I'd said I would deal with later that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming out now. It's all coming out right now. Right towards my husband. <laughs> because I just spilled my, you know, whatever it is. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. The, the, there's two questions I love to ask at the end. Okay. So how are you going to move forward, especially in this quarantine? Do you have any tips for the listeners, tips for me because I need them? Oh gosh, I was going to say, if you have any tips, I mean, it's funny because like sometimes I'll, I'll get an article like from some newsletter that I've signed up for, you know, of the zillion that come to my inbox <laughs> that I delete every morning. Um, and everyone that sometimes will be like, um, here's what you can do if you're stressed out during quarantine, you know, wake up a half hour before everyone and meditate or have a cup of coffee quietly to yourself. And the last one that I got, I was like, I'm so tired. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I, I, okay. I understand in theory how that's great. And maybe that's something I will do eventually, but like, what, what can I do right now in these moments that I am awake and I am, you know, in between, managing, you yeah. know, four different lives. And, and, and I, I think what my, like my main thing I'm just focusing on that I've realized I can, all I have control over is just, it sounds so simple, but just like breath. Like at one point I had to like put signs, like when my kid, when my kids were younger, mm-hmm. I had to put signs outside of their bedroom or like just around the house or just post-its that said, breathe. Ooh, breathe. that's a good idea. Just because it was, I was, I would just want to react or, or, you know, or it was just a a very simple, helpful thing for me to just look at and be like, okay. And just to give me that extra moment to get back into my body and just, just take that moment where where things can just kind of like settle for a second before I figured out the next step to take. What also helped me is that self-care. Yes. For example, yesterday he was acting out a little bit and I said, I'm going to go and do a facial in the bathroom by myself. And <laughs> that 20 minutes, it actually changed. Isn't that like, incredible? Yeah. It was just doing something for me. And yeah. I be, we've been trying to do that. Like he says, I'm going to go and, and listen to this 
this little thing he wanted to listen to by myself in the bedroom. And it just yeah. resets you. Yeah. It's, and it's a small amount of time, but it's incredible. Yeah. If it's solely for you, if it's, if it's just for you, something that nourishes you. I mean, sometimes even just putting on like real clothes in the morning, I'm like, I can take over the world. (laughs) Oh, I try to always put on real clothes. That's one thing I always do. I always try to put on makeup and real clothes. Oh, I I need to do that. I need to do that. Because if I don't, I just get in this slump. And I'm like, ugh. You know? Um, My last question for you, and I have loved this conversation so much, but if any listeners are listening and, you know, in that two-year-old stage or three-year-old stage, like you are, what would be your advice for them to like leaning into motherhood more? Oh, Jesus. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that natural response. (laughs) I, I have one. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And, and I mean, breathe, pour yourself a glass of wine. I mean, like when when we're saying leaning into motherhood, I mean, it's lean into all of the moments, the messy ones, the literal shitty ones, the, you know, and, and then the moments where like, yeah, where they touch your face and they're like, can I keep you forever? Like it's somehow this huge messy journey of parenthood is, is all worth it. That's why we all keep doing it. Yeah, that's why literally we say to each other, this is why people keep having kids for moments like this. Yeah, yeah. Tricky little bastards. And with like as crazy as the world is right now, there are absolutely those moments where I'm like, oh shit, like right. The most important thing in the world is just family and our health and being together. And, you know, and so those are the moments too where I come back to like, okay, like, yeah, this moment is really shitty, but you know, it's, we're together and we're healthy and we're good. And, um, you know, I don't know. I say that too, but then I know that if I'm in a certain mood and I heard someone say that, I'd be like, Oh bitch, like I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm going to bed at seven 30 <laughs> right after he goes down. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I would say like, and, and then just, you know, and make sure you're just talking to people. Yeah, because like, honestly, this conversation was just everything. So I ho- hope it helped you. Uh, I'm so grateful you ha- you said I hate motherhood sometimes <laughs> because I know everyone feels that way and we feel shameful about it. Yeah. But we're not alone. No. So thank you for making me feel not alone today. I'm so utterly grateful. You don't even know. Oh, I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for, I needed to laugh. I needed to connect like this. Thank you for this podcast. Like I'm, this is, this has been great. Well, thank you. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thank you again for listening to Secret Life Podcasts. Please subscribe, share, send me a note, and you can always support the show with a donation on our site, secretlifepodcast.com. Until next time, bye.